Ladies and gentlemen, YouTube's Orange Mike One. I've been dreaming of going to Mars where mutants drive plastic cars. So I go there, you know the rest. The best part is the girl with three breasts. Total re with this dude we're talking tonight about the greatest movie that ever took place on mars but maybe didn't but maybe did kind of i don't really understand anything at all but tonight it's time to total recall baby stick around it's time to fly casual let's get ready to wrinkle Podcast is just starting and I already have run out of drink. Oh, I'm out of drink. Oh. I might have to, in the middle of the podcast, instead of take a pee break, take a drink break. Yeah. yeah. Some drink. So that that uh, little bit there on YouTube. Yes. Uh, it was posted 11 years ago. 11 years ago. And has over 56,000 views. And it needs a wow, million more. It needs a million 000. more. Tyree! <laughs> Wait, for Wait for it! Wait for it! It's gonna. Here comes the power. Hold on! Wait for the drop. Yep. Oh man! I'm recalling. Yeah. Sorry, he had backup vocals. No, normally we don't go for Good satirical stuff. music for the <laughs> intro music. Like normally we're actually trying to find like real songs and stuff like that that are appropriate. But I the the thumbnail image on this when I was thumbing through YouTube was just Arnold's face in that like contorted <laughs> look when they're like holding him down in the chair. Classic, yeah. And he's got the classic eighties <laughs> looking face, yeah. and I'm like, well, what's this? The Total Recall song. Let's find out. And oh, we just could and, not use it. We yeah. couldn't not. We were so glad that you clicked on that. Yes. It yes. was Arnold's <laughs> face. <laughs> this movie, more than any movie, defined the <laughs> sounds that he makes. But we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that crap later. In the meantime, hey, we, we got to do the intros here. Do the intros. Yeah, what? here we are once again. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, here in the uh, basement, I'm your proprietor, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, with me on my very literal left now you're no yeah. longer front left because no. we've moved things around the studio is getting yes. a little bit of a, a face lift of sorts <laughs> very, yes. basically i got ocd and i just had to move the furniture uh mike totes michael Gotta j get used to this but that said hey the tv's on we've had the tv down here for yeah three four eight this, this 12 years Poor tv doesn't get any use because <laughs> The, the the studio table was across from it. And of course, it's got like a 25-foot HDMI cable that's just been coiled up on the floor that's been hooked up to it this whole time. But we well, never hooked anything up to it for the podcast. 
And then my desk is over in the corner where I like play games and stuff facing the other direction. The only time this TV ever gets turned on is when I would come down to clean the room, which, as you know, does not happen very often. Well, it will be used now, my friend. That's right, because it is front and center uh, with the at the uh, recording table. In fact, we might get so distracted during the middle of a podcast that... To be honest with you, the, th- the real big threat, <laughs> the real big threat, uh, Stephen J. Howie over at Master Control. That's me. Is that we are probably we keep threatening uh, threatening to do like riff track like things where we I know we've got it's harder to see how we now because we're closer but we have all these mic booms in the way uh, where we're we keep threatening to do like these riff track things where we watch a movie and just record our audio uh-huh. so people can play it back now yes. that's more likely to happen because yes. we've got yes. the old forty some forty six inch TV yes or, sir right, right at the foot of the table so. That's really nice. And of course, this means nothing at all to Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Cross my down view. Am I? Am mm. I here? Or mm. am I just a projection of your mind? Actually, I think, what I think we, it's virtual. Ooh, it's well, virtual, yeah. Garrick. We, we've talked That's about actually I mean. having a hologram of Garrick sitting in <laughs> yeah. with us. I'm we actually have, an AI. We have, have we been texting AI yeah. Garrick all day? I, no. I'm the result of machine learning of 200 and some episodes <laughs> <When> we, <laughs> of me. That explains it. And we, we, honest to God, have had very real conversations about how I've wanted to make a puppet Garrick and like wired up to a, like a Raspberry Pi sound detection thing so that we can have a Nailed like it. A, an animatronic Garrick that whenever he talks, the mouth would just move. Your so that if mother. we were to do video recording, you could still see Garrick right here in the room. Or even just a flashing light out of the it, it, It'd be like <laughs> yeah. Max Headroom. Be it would awesome. be a, yeah, an inanimate Garrick in a big wheelchair with a light that flashes on the front, like Captain Pike. <laughs> so we've got all kinds of delusions of grandeur for this. So yep. yeah. I just we'll I just there. want a big Daleks in the corner that lights up when he's talking. <laughs> a the Dalek? Enemy. <laughs> Exterminate. The doctor. Anyway, hey guys, it's time to figure out what is up your docket. But, but oh, whoa, whoa, what's the docket, guys? I'm not lie. Uh, I thought we were talking about what's all upon's that docket of you, bro. Why are we talking about small? Well, um, speaking of butts, oh, butts. I, my son said he wanted a butt cake for his birthday. Now I, you said you told me this. I, know. I, I am. Is I, that the what? way? Uh, how old is your son? Four, five. He will be four. four yep. Is that oh. how a four-year-old says bunt cake? Or he very literally wants want a butt bunt cake. He, he was literally making a joke and said he wanted a butt cake. You're and, making oh, him a butt, a butt cake, cake. and right? he was like looking at all of us to get the reaction. Oh, yeah. he wants to put a he little was, candle right in the butthole. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a chocolate that, cake. You that's, know what I'm that's like that's baby Howie raw right there. He's putting on the the pleather suit going out like I want a butt cake. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some butt. Yeah, we're we're working Give him. Give me a slice of for, that butt. You know, he'll be he'll be on the stage in no time. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. That's good with a with a cake <laughs> shaped like a butt. You're going to do it, right? Yeah, I, it. if I have to. time no. I gotta figure out how to do Wrong a butt answer. cake I have seen several Stephen J. Howie custom birthday cakes in my time mm-hmm. I feel like you've got to make the time to make a butt cake it seems like it'd be hard to cook in the middle well you would make cake and then cut it yeah, you make into a shape of a butt and then you, you, you cut the butt out of the cake yeah you cut the butt exactly nice. which also you is a synonymous cake. for, for uh, be quiet or you know Shut up or cut, cut your that, butt. Cut that jibber jatter. Go cut the butt. Cut y'alls. your butt. <laughs> cut your butt. Yeah, you but cut it, that butt. But really, would have to find a right big now. round uh, brown right. candle. Yeah, 
like you're saying, Mike. Yeah, yep. a big, yeah. Old, and you got to kind of like shave off the edges so it's more like just like, like lumpy poop. looking. Yeah, and I can make it like wood grain texture. Give it a couple of band, like thin bands in the middle, like so it looks yeah. like it's been like uh, cinched a couple oh, times by the, the yeah. sphincter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's an art glue, to making glue some a corn on artificial it. turd. Yeah. Corn is good. Actually, I would say, yeah, stick the corn on it, melt a little so that the corn looks more integrated when the drips yeah. out of the corn. Yeah. Yeah. See? So there's a, there's a, there's a right way to do this. this to us all the time. And then there's the right way to do this, yes. is what I'm saying, when mm -hmm. it comes to making uh, turd candles. Yes. We know what poop looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would call us uh, poop experts. We're poop spurts around here. Poop spurt? Yeah. 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 Hey. hey. Call me Dr. Poop. Mike, what you docketing? Well, folks... It is Lent. Folks. Folks. <laughs> so I gave up my docket for Lent. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that. And yeah, so no dockets no. for me. <laughs> so I guess my docket's a little bit different. I've been trying to decide what I eat on Fridays instead of fish. The meat that I normally consume. <laughs> yes, you can eat fish. Yes, you're Isn't right. Isn't that cheating? That's like a meat, right? Uh, yeah, but it, it helps the fishers of men. Oh, there you go. Yeah, or something. I don't understand. So, yeah, no. All but I know is young girls give up Mountain Dew. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and chocolate. So, yeah, fish, you know, yeah, you can do the fish. but uh, Didn't the church encourage the fish? Didn't it because it was to uh, lift up the, the struggling fishing industry way back in the in the dizzle boy you're you're talking they justified it biblically by saying jesus was a fisherman <laughs> sure right? right so you gotta eat fish in particular because fish don't was, feel pain you can eat them yeah it was an economic <laughs> thing i thought that could be man come I'd on you're the catholic up. help me out here yeah i'm think, the kind of think. protestant that just lollies along doesn't care and then celebrates christmas and easter so. i'm just trying to been be creative on fridays with what i eat you can get that impossible like whopper. What, besides, that what you're going for? What's some of the stuff that the, you've been the, creating? The with? one this past butt week. Did you eat a butt cake? I uh, no. Ooh, I did. I did the butt? mushroom pizza, man. Mushroom. Mushroom pizza is the whole. Like is like the crust. On is it? The port. The portillo. Portobello mushrooms. Is that the crust? That would be awesome. But no, what? I didn't. Didn't try. It doesn't it. have meat in the crust. I don't understand. Yeah. What's mushroom? A, mushroom? You've never you had like mushroom mushrooms? on pizza. I'm gonna tell you something. I love. A sauteed mushroom. Yeah. You put oh, yeah. one on my pizza and I'll punch you in the nuts. Really? Yes. Not a oh, mushroom pizza. That's all my daughter eats. Is what about pineapple? No, oh, man. The the texture, I would rather eat pineapple <laughs> on a pizza than mushrooms because oh, that really? the slimy texture does not lend itself to pizza for me. I don't know where you Whereas with the pineapple, from. it's like you know, the pineapple's like, you know, I'm going to dip my chicken nugget, my frosty. <laughs> like, it's like that kind of dumb. It's like, all right, this is so out of I this world. Think, I, I don't think it's any more slimy than anything else that's on a pizza. I mean, everything. Well, there's on a lots of things I don't want to put on a pizza. Like what? There's most things slime. that I would eat on a pizza. Yeah. Most things. Slimer. Yeah. We do not want slime on pizza. The, the, where I start I drawing the line on pizza, pizza. I where know. I start drawing the line on pizza is when you start putting on like white sauces and What's wrong with a white sauce nah, pizza? Nah, nah, I will wreck you. Nah, I will end you. No, that's not a pizza. Mm, that and no. I don't. I'm not. I'm not good with chicken on pizza either. I'm not a big barbecue chicken guy. I like a little bit, not a lot. I'll never order one. But like you know, Howie and I hit up the Pizza Hut buffet for lunch today. We haven't done that in a while. We did today, and there was a barbecue cheeseburger pizza, bacon cheese. There were barbecue bacon Ooh, cheeseburger pizza, and I was like, I don't know about this. I tried awesome. it. And I'm like. Bacon. Yeah, it was like red onion, bacon, beef, 
And the only thing was it had barbecue sauce for the pizza sauce, but then it also had it drizzled on the top. So it was yeah. a little much, mm. but it was tasty. Yeah, it was tasty, son. So oh, wait, you couldn't have that. Uh, no, I would not have been able to have that today. <laughs> if you were there, I would have eaten it and like, like just tried to do all these unholy stuff while making uh, eye you contact you with you. Sneak, you sneak a bacon under his pizza while he's not that's, looking. That's wrong. Ha -ha. And then Jesus will know. Ha -ha. And then he turns into Catholic something. Jesus I don't know what will happens. Know, what happens? He will, he will. Do you die? Do you die then? No, he's got to go dead. sit in the dark closet with a priest and tell him all his secrets. <laughs> Remember? That's and what then, they do. And then get a whip. The, yeah, and then pay some oh, you indulgences. Gotta you got to pay some indulgences, oh, right? Oh, yeah. It's like that movie, uh, The uh, Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Right. Whip yeah. Yourself. yeah, Mike is a member of Opus Day, which explains his creamy, milky complex. <laughs> you know, that's where the song <laughs> Whip It Complexion, not complex. Yeah. Well, maybe complex, too. Whip it real good. <laughs> Sorry, I had to finish that, or I was not going to be able to get through so the rest I did of the, I did the Pizza Hut. <laughs> Mushroom pizza. Ugh. <laughs> I know. How are you still alive? Uh, yeah. Well, it I don't was, know how I'm still here. It was, it was a Pizza sick. Hut day, so I was like, "Well, let's make <laughs> you this." You pizza today too? Not today. Oh, we'll see this guy. It was last. It was last Friday. Today, today I, I was working, so I yeah. today was like chips at the gas station. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Howie had pizza for two meals today. If I'm, I, I did. Yeah. Oh, I had pizza tonight too. Uh, actually, now I think about it. But I for lunch I did have a, a one slice of supreme that does have the mushroom on it. Yeah, and I can eat. It's not slime. The, their mushrooms yeah, not slime. I was gonna say I don't think most are anymore, man. Most really? of them are the fresh, the fresh slice. You're thinking of the the canned mushroom, dude. I'm oh, just telling those you, are gross. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of pizza places where they're just like while they're in the oven, they're also swimming in grease or something. I don't know. Could be. You know what? You know what? I will eat mushrooms. You saute them in garlic butter and then throw them on the pizza when it comes out the oven. Then we'll talk. I'll mm. consider it hmm. better in a white sauce. It's funny because you saute mushrooms, which makes them slimy. Yeah. But I'm gonna try. I don't want slimy on my pizza, pizza unless yep. it tastes exactly like. As a them, kid, I used to love can. eating the mushrooms out of a can. I don't know why. Oh, oh yeah, I do that too. No, I've been to very nice steak places. Would you like mushrooms on your steak? Yes, I would. And yeah. it's literally yeah, like on the steak. Literally, yeah. might as well have just left a little pull tab from the can right there in the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, just disgusting. <laughs> smells At least like Ponderosa had the decency to saute. I like all kinds of stuff. Ponderosa. But now I'm trying to decide what my next. Okay, so pizza, yeah, it's pretty bland, right? Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what I'm going to do for next week. Sushi. Been thinking about. Do it. Sushi. Now, but well, I guess I could do the sushi. You're yeah, right. dude. Well, some of, uh, you got naked chopsticks yeah. not that far from your house, and that place has got some wicked good sushi. It's well, an impossible to Whopper. It's got no good. meat. It's impossible because mm. it doesn't have meat on it. But on the it's, pizza front, since I've been digging the pizza, I'm thinking the Hungry Howies, man. <gasps> I hate yeah. you. With the uh, with Because you still have one down there. Oh, we yeah. have one over by IPFW. We do? Yeah. When did that happen? A while ago. Really? I, don't I know told how, you. Are they regional or are they nationwide? Yeah. So, Dude, I don't know. All I know is they exploded here and then closed over half their stores. True. So if, if, if Hungry Howie's is in your area, you know what we're talking about. If they're not, they have this thing that they do with the crust. Yeah, they, they put do. The, the they put flavoring on, on the crust. Oh. Well, they got different flavors. They do have different. They're yeah, the garlic butter is my favorite. No, oh. there's garlic and there's garlic butter. The garlic is actually like black rested, like uh, roasted garlic. Yeah, yeah. Garlic right, butter is right, a sweet spot. Right. Yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. You don't even need to dip it. You don't even need to dip no, it. It just don't. tastes good. Yep. yep. Exactly. Son. No dipping sauces. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Don't need that. So I might have to hook me up with some uh, hungry howies. <laughs> hook me up. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. 
I might, I might up, just bro. invade your home. <laughs> what I might do. Hey, should have done what? that tonight. It's a Friday. Why didn't I think of it? Because you were eating Doritos on my porch. I know, right? For another couple hours. Then we're you can go, eat all the meat you want. We're going to go counterclockwise, Truth. so I'm going to go next. Oh. <laughs> I uh, Wait, am I clockwise? You're after me because there's an empty seat. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's where your puppet would That's go. That's where the Dalek That's where the sits. Garrick puppet Dalek Nailed goes. it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I watched that show what's called Hunters. Mm. The entire first Hunter season. The Reckoning. I love that game. I don't know what nope, that means. Nope, nope, nope. This is Hunters on the Amazon Prime. My regular source of streaming entertainment was briefly disrupted. <laughs> Therefore, I had to turn to other sources to <laughs> find you, things to watch. What, what do you mean? Uh, the cable went out. Oh, uh, the cable was down. Oh, yeah, the cable. We'll, we'll call it that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I flipped on the Amazon Prime, started fishing around, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that show where Al Pacino plays something other than an old, grizzled, retired cop. Let's watch this. Uh, the blind dude ones. I know, but you know, I'm just getting warmed up. Anyway, who <laughs> I uh, so I was like, I'm gonna give this show a chance, and I know the show is about like takes place in the 70s, and these people hunt Nazis in America. Classic. Yeah, and Al Pacino is chestnut. like is like not the lead, but like the secondary, and he plays a Holocaust survivor. Okay, and I watched the entire season. Whoa, how many episodes? <laughs> I can't remember. Eight or 11. One of those. Oh, whatever. Big, yeah. But uh, they're meaty episodes. Difference. They're meaty. And it, this show is a strange mixture of real and not real at all. The opening scene is disturbing. Bright, colorful barbecue. I don't want to spoil anything, but like it gets scary real fast, right? Like, yeah. like over the top, I think the show is actually best described as a spiritual sequel to Inglorious Bastards. I, I call it, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Oh, have you watched it too? I've watched a few episodes yeah, it, and I stopped because I have no idea what the show wants to be. It's agreed. It, Cause it tries to do these like wacky Tarantino West cutaways where it's like, yeah. now I'm going to educate the audience on this thing. We just mentioned by having this satirical game show that makes light of a really horrible issue in a goofy and it goes on way. way too long. Yeah. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. Keep going. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so that's weird about it, but also it starts to mix in like, while it's like, you know, you've got all of these Nazis who are trying to bring about the Fourth Reich secretly in America in the 70s. It's also like the people that are investigating it fi figure out they discover Operation Paperclip, which is a real thing. But in the show, they just like the characters discover it and they're talking about it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's starting to like blur the lines between reality and this kind of crazy insane <laughs> thing that they're doing and it was i found it entertaining but it also made me uncomfortable and maybe that's okay i mean you know provocative being provocative making people uncomfortable i don't have any problem with that but i was like there are some people that could watch this show and then go google that find out it was real and then not know the difference between the rest of the craziness in the show with all these nazis <laughs> and stuff i hope they know the difference i mean honestly i this really is it's like it's like a spiritual successor to inglorious bastards inspired by wolfenstein or the wolfenstein sequels like, that took place in the 60s it's like someone tried to do tarantino but didn't do enough drugs to quite get there yeah but do way more drugs honestly though i got all the way through it and i'm looking forward to the second season like I, I really did end up enjoying it, but I agree with Garrick. It, it, at first, I was like, "What are you trying to be?" There's all these like Batman references, these nerd kids who are, don't look <laughs> nerdy at all. 
You know what I mean? Uh, and there's all these kind of, especially in the first couple episodes, there's very poor continuity management for the era. Like it's the, it's the mid late 70s, yeah. 77 or something. And the grandma like in the eighties for a minute. And yeah, I'm like, like wait, the what? grandma wait. of this dude who has no money and that, you know, they're poor as church mice, like the phone rings and the answering machine picks up <laughs> and the answering machine yeah. looks ancient. And I'm like, okay, answering machines didn't become ubiquitous until 1984 or whatever with like the breakup of Ma Bell or, you know, AT&T buyout or something like that. There were no answering machines in people's homes in the seventies. And, and, but like this one looks like it's already 15 years old. And I'm like, "Mm, there's a, there's a bunch of little things like that. And I just, I don't know. I'm a stickler for stuff like that, but I feel like in general, a lot of really good shows have gotten lazy, like lingo language. No one ever tries to write actual language from the era anymore. They just put today's terms and everything into it. Like that just that seems makes normal. That hip and cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like stuff like calling somebody a nerd. Was that a thing in the seventies? I don't know. Uh. You know, but, but there's, I don't know. There's a bunch of little things like that that you kind of have to get over, but all in all, like it does a lot of Holocaust flashbacks throughout the whole show. And some of them are like highly, I'm going to say I'm 85 to 95% sure fictitious but there some of them are just absolutely representative of very real things and they're disturbing like schindler's list level you know and done very very well and other ones are like well this seems kind of comic book wacky you know what i mean and it it just kind of goes back and forth between those so yeah i don't know some people might watch it and just totally just popcorn it all the way through it made me think and analyze a lot i would have liked to get a little more lost in it but all in all liked it recommend it so hmm. There goes Hunter's. I'll finish it. That's right, Garrick. <clears throat> well, boys. Yes. I've watched the greatest movies that have ever been made. Of oh, all time. I and automatically all don't believe you. From well, here on, will just be like ash in my mouth. <laughs> Starship Troopers. You watched all of them together? No, better than Starship Troopers, what? if you can believe it. No. Yeah. So the we, sixth wow, element. Few, what? Like five. <laughs> Five to ten episodes ago, we did a, a Bollywood movie called Three Idiots. Oh, God. Word. Well, I decided to I'm gonna go get, get that my drink. toe back in that water. Oh, so no. I fell in, baby. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. What, what you so, mean? apparently, Netflix has a ton of Bollywood movies that they don't show you unless you start watching one. And they start <laughs> popping up in your feed. I see how this works. And then they're like, well, the hey, you, goes, like this. you don't say. Really? <laughs> So I watched the Bahubali duology, which consists of Bahubali, the beginning, and Bahubali 2, the conclusion. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> it concludes. These movies are the greatest action movies of all time. Oh, no. They are, every, every shot from both of these movies are perfection. Like, there's Smart. no way you could get any better than anything they did in these movies. Oh, no, I don't believe you. So here's, I'll give you an example. So Bahubali is like, almost like a superhuman type Hercules type character. So he's super strong. So he's trying to um, invade a castle. So instead of, you know, climbing the walls or, you know, putting up those big ladders or getting a siege tower, he uh, pulls back a, a, a tree, links some arms with some of his soldiers with shields, and let's go of the tree and they fly through the air and then they That's form cool. into a circle so they can land perfectly in the courtyard. 
and start murdering people. Yeah, <sighs> baby. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know about that. Huh? I don't know about that. Huh? awesome. Flying through the air? Shields? Mm-mm. No? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not convincing me. I don't believe you because you're a liar. Okay. You've led me astray. You're a liar of lies. <laughs> no, it's it's actually really enjoyable. Really? <laughs> I mean, obviously, if they're completely self-aware, that's oh, going to yeah. be Oh, yeah. That's what I liked about it. Because yeah. you know they're trying to be ridiculous. Yeah. And, they're com- and I'm completely... I love ridiculous action movies. I think Howie's on board with ridiculous yeah. action movies. Absolutely. I just love it when... You know, American movies do that, but when in a Bollywood movie does it, it gets dialed up to like 11. It's insane. Yeah, buddy. I might have to check <laughs> these out. So if you like crazy, crazy action movies with out of control, like special effects, you should definitely check out these two movies. Family friendly or not? The first one's dubbed, which is cool. The second one, you have to read subtitles, but that's fine. Whatever. There's You don't really need to read them. There's a lot of action going on. Yeah, they're they're on Netflix, so you want to check those out. They're they're pretty great. Highly recommend. What are they called again? They're called Bahu Bali and Bahu Bali Two. I think it's B A H U B A L I. Mike, are you adding them to your queue? What's the rating? <laughs> well, actually, the it's fine. These are the number four and number two highest grossing Bollywood movies of all time, and they put a lot of money into them. You can tell in some parts. Like, How he just wants to know if he can watch it with his kids. <laughs> I keep asking. Um, no. Do they like uh, heads getting chopped off and people getting well, my son action movies? <laughs> the greatest well, action of all time. There's no swearing. There's that. Nudity. It's all in a different language. Because it's that all be heads getting. Probably. It's the heads a lot of nudity in the is, Hollywood movies. Am I coming through? Is my mic? No, there's, there's no nudity. No. Okay, he's not answering any of my he's questions. He's just too damned excited about it. That's why. That's why. No, it's it, it would Hollywood probably nudity for uh, if it was an American rating, it would probably rated R for violence. But there's no nudity. But that's no it. Okay. Like that. So if your kids are fine with dismemberment and hey, is it, I watched I watched a dude rip a heart out of a dude many times over when I was a kid in Temple. Right. Um, is that's it ridiculous true. dis dismemberment? Yes. Yeah, it's not like Picard episode six. I think. Yeah. I think. I think the the most the the probably the most like violent one is he's uh, this guy's running away from him, and he does a kick. He does a flip over a horse whilst grabbing a sword out of a scabbard that's on the horse and cuts the guy's head off before he lands. And then the guy takes like he like walks another like. 40, 50 feet before he falls to the ground. Nice. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of move you're in for, guys. Thank you, you Garrett. If you want. Thank you for sharing with us. <laughs> you're welcome. But then, oh, and there's but dancing then your Netflix and music, queue, too. Then your Netflix dancing queue is going to be... Guys. Your, your Netflix uh, suggestions are going to be infected forever, though, right? Oh, yeah. They already are, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking so, of infections... I'm shit I didn't know exists. <laughs> speaking of infections, Howie Docker. I'm infected... You're cleared for Docking Bay uh, 7. With The Expanse. Really? I started, watch, I, I started watching it quite a while ago. Uh, and for whatever reason, I just I never continued with it. I think I watched the first episode and then just got Pretty busy. Much like and then, I watched like two episodes. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I've watched four now. Okay. Four um, episodes or four seasons? Did it seem like 10? Because the first two seemed like 10. Uh, <laughs> no, I started picking up. 
uh, because yeah, the first episode or two definitely felt slow, but uh, it started picking up uh, after that, and, and I'm starting to I'm starting to get into it. So I love it. Uh, it's it's got an interesting storyline so far. It's we're still pretty young into the to the the, the meta plot's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of kind of curious what how it goes forward because you really got it, it seeming like you got all these little different pieces that you know I'm kind of curious how it all plays out. Yeah, um, but if you didn't know, it takes place in space. The expanse, oh, the cold nice. expanse of space. Yes. Yeah. It the first episode almost felt like 2001, but slower. <laughs> And that and and yeah, I've like people love the show, and I'm like, I, there's got to be more to it. But it, it's always at the top of my suggestions. Uh, was Amazon right? Is Amazon? Uh, Either yes. way, it's always yes. at the top. Yeah, it, okay. It's they always at the top of the, my suggestions. But I'm always like, not today. Like I'm just not in the mood to be slow and methodical about what I'm watching right now. You have to pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. What's that crap? Yeah. I'm a modern kid. I ain't got that kind of attention span. But a dude gets impaled. That's pretty cool. Oh, wait. I'm back. Yeah, he gets him. Does he walk they, 40 feet? They lift him up on a wall, and then they impale him, and he's just hanging on this concrete wall. Sweet. Yeah, that's illegal. Can't do that. No. But they do it anyway. I just want to take a video of Mike right now and post it up on Twitter and be like, this is what it's like when we're recording. Oh, stop it. He's leaning back oh, in the, in the swivel chair, day. his hand on this, his head like he has a fever and okay. just and just He's swiveling back and This may have been a bad idea, right, this rearrangement, because... Yeah, because it used to be the wall held yeah. him up. Now, now he can just lean back. He's got space to, for activities it's, and stuff. You know how much... how People don't Bound. seem to appreciate how much we have to put planning into managing Mike's physical sp- space. Oh, you know, we're like, <laughs> all right, don't put him too close to electronics because he spills stuff. You know, we have to be like, don't make him too comfortable because he falls asleep, which is 90% of why we stopped recording on the couch. Don't put cords near his feet. <laughs> yeah, don't put cords near his feet because he'll kick them and rip stuff out. Don't let him have a chair that doesn't have wheels on it because he rips up the carpet moving around in his chair. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, the then sleep. there's the yawning. And this, and none of this oh. is inaccurate. It's all true. The, no, yeah, I've, there's no exaggeration at all. It's <laughs> the COVID, man. It is. Can the I COVID. say it's a COVID 19? Yeah. Don't do it. I'll do what? it every time. Speaking of that, it's time for some news. What? Well, boys. Yes, Michael. That's me. I'm the boys. The rise of Skywalker in the news this week. Why? Movie. That movie's old. <laughs> it <laughs> is old. That movie old. But there are new revelations that have been revealed this week. Uh, this What? <laughs> More reveals. Yeah, I don't Stuff, think, man. I think, I think you uh, you're misleading everybody Here, right I, now. I need to fix your mic. I think. <laughs> hey, <laughs> wait a minute. I think I think you started off very misleading. I think what you meant what? to say was J.K. Rowling hired at Lucasfilm. Oh this no, week. no, <laughs> that's not the main thing. There's other stuff that you're oh. referring to. We can get into that. Oh, okay. Now, the big one this week, uh, the novelization has been released. Right. Now, in the old days, right, they would release the novels before the movies. But now it's going to be super secret. It's got to be secret. You can't let anybody know. Is it released? It is yeah. released. It well, is. like advanced copies came out last week. Okay. It is released. It is in the public hands, and there are new revelations. Revelations. And the big one this week that everybody's—I don't—I don't know if tweaking is the right word. No. Uh, 
Jim, since it's the internet, they're complaining. Twerking. Chomping. Right? Chomping. Yeah. Uh, uh, gnawing. Twerking. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Fighting, cracking, cracking wise. Whatever, whatever they whatever go further back do. in time. Are they <laughs> there? What, what was our term earlier that we said? Are they are they chopping butt? What is it? <laughs> chopping butt. They sure are. You cut that butt. <laughs> chopping so much butt. Right All now. right. So when the movie was released and it was revealed that Ray was a Palpatine, that she was Palpatine's Spoiler. granddaughter. Everybody was like, no, wait a minute, stop. That means that Palpatine is boning. <laughs> everybody's like, on. oh my gosh, how the heck? That's weird. Not something. Nobody wants to think about Palpatine boning. But something you learned from it. To be honest, a bit. I was like, I was like, I, I, I want to know how the mechanics work. Honestly. I'm just like, dude, he was emperor and like Sith. Like follow their passions, Hello, and maybe he just had a little. Mind, just say he just had a little bit of something, it, something on the side. I thought it would have so. melted off when you, you guys don't know the emperors, do you? That's what they all do. Yeah. Right. Well, that's why he had to shoot the lightning out of his fingers. Okay. Uh, what was revealed yeah. was okay. that uh, it was not. It's not. Everything is not as it seemed. No. What. Um, the novelization revealed uh, a Get couple on of with things. It. Get on with it. First off, that the Palpatine that we see in the movie is not actually Palpatine. It is a clone, indeed a clone of Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So that was the first uh, Which is something, uh, that, oh, something we predicted before the movie came out. Yeah, which was fine. That's kind of what I yeah. figured anyway. So, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. Was it, yeah, well, people but thought the, he wasn't a clone. I don't well, I know. Yeah, well, because you know he was old and decrepit, so it, well, yeah, it, the, it was it was a weird storytelling bent to make him falling apart because it thought, oh, maybe he didn't die; he just got messed up, right? But in fact, he says, you know, I've died, I've died blah, right? Blah, and that's blah. what I—that's how I took it from the and, movie. And well, those of us familiar with Dark Empire can immediately go, oh, yeah, got it, fair enough, whatever, yeah, right. it works. Spirit <laughs> but moves to the new those body. of us who aren't familiar with Dark Empire would be like, that could be metaphorical. You know what I mean? Oh, he's right. he might be speaking metaphorically. Right. He died on the inside. And we have to remember us <laughs> old guys. It. He's always are, been dead on the We've been around a long time. We know this stuff. Oh, the young kids, they don't. They don't yeah. know these things. Oh, kids nowadays. They don't know no, about the, the weaving baskets. The bigger reveal, the bigger thing that people are baskets. really debating this week, though, is the fact that uh Ray's father is mm-hmm. not the um biological son. Mm-mm. Of the Palps, what? meaning that Palps did not get on, get his freak on. Nope. With, uh, did he declare Skywalker with a lady? too? <laughs> <laughs> he did not declare Skywalker. He ran Skywalker. Uh, is, that like, is that like declaring shenanigans? You just run up and yell Skywalker. So in no, short, he ran into the Jedi Temple and just started yelling to Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> so in short, uh, Palpatine's son, in quotey fingers, is, is a failed clone. Yeah. Okay. So. Mm. The, clone. And the failed clone. <laughs> Got it on. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't so, too failed. So it's almost like his daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's how I thought about I it. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Or like, a, like a, a daughter once removed or something. So I don't know how the cloning Essentially, yeah. it's it's just like we said with Dark Empire. It's, it's Palpatine trying to clone versions of himself so that he can download himself into, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's exactly what we thought it was. This particular clone... Um, 
I don't know. It was not was docile. Super horny. <laughs> and super and horny. left. And left, yeah. yeah. Right. And got, got <laughs> I gotta find out. a lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound you make when you're like, you just gotta go get, find some. So now, <laughs> of course, <laughs> this has made a big splash, and there's a lot of people talking about it. And I, I, I don't a, know. What's there to talk about? I, well, dude, <laughs> there's some people that think it is the dumbest freaking thing they've ever heard. I've I don't literally had rats people ball. say, you know, making videos about that's the dumbest thing. And I'm just like, who cares? Doesn't seem dumb to me. I mean, I mean everybody was saying it was reasonable. Yeah, it was weird to see that Palpatine was out there going, I have brought a rose for you, my dear. <laughs> and so it's reasonable to say that Palpatine hey, didn't go out and do that. It right. was his, you know, it was it was like his weird messed up clone who went out and, you know, I don't know, just got some. Again, I'm I'm a fan of Rise of Skywalker. So, I mean, the added information, I, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever. It's more confirming right. than anything else. Yeah. I totally didn't have a problem with it. So, yeah. I just, I mean, it's a little, it, I didn't expect the whole she's the daughter of a clone thing. Yeah. Because you remember different. Matt Smith was rumored to play her father or right. a younger clone right. of, but that's the other thing. We all had previously heard about clones being involved, not the whole wide audience. Not everybody knew that, 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 that there were some plans for clones to be involved, but then they changed it last minute and all that crap. So whatever, whatever's what I say. Yeah. I'm with you. It is what it is. You know, what's sad yeah, is the that, fact that, is they that we're right going. here going, yeah, fine, whatever, move on. Yep. Us. That makes us. The people makes... who love to take apart every inch of all of us and beat it into the ground are just going, whatever, guys. <laughs> This is not the most offensive thing Star Wars has done in a long. No, definitely not. I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm get. I hate to be at that place, especially since I like the movie. I really like the movie. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I just, I don't feel like debating it. I don't feel like talking about it. I don't feel like, like feeding the trolls, feeding the rage. I've started unfollowing scores of people yeah, uh, that I used I'm to follow sure. who are just constantly on this wine train on well, on both sides. On oh, you know, that's why you unfollowed me. Ugh, I'm so sick of Garrick. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <sighs> of whining. It's my favorite. But it's just like, guys, there's, well, it's, there's it, other stuff to again, whine about. Again, it's Twitter right? rage, man. And and it's, you know. It's like, know. you know, it's everybody's place, everybody's guess, whining whatever. about politics right now. Let's just put Star Wars aside for a hot second. <laughs> Let's do the you know? politics rage. Well, not, I, not that I want to encourage it, but it's like one at a time, y'all. One at a time. <laughs> Daddy can't take all of it. <laughs> Well, Batman also in the news this week. I thought we had more no, Star no, Wars no, 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 news. No, oh yeah, you want to hit that stuff? No, yeah, what was the other I don't stuff? want to hit the you J.K. Don't? Rowling. So she's not a bad looking woman, and she has a lot of money. So right. maybe all I the should. money. She's Sorry, we do need to back up the train and, and well, talk about the other things that. Hit. So Star Wars <laughs> is just randomly releasing factoids to explain stuff, rather than I don't know. Kind right, of, right now, stories. back in the old days, in the Legends days, when everything sucked. And there was no was cohesion, awful. and it was and every, just the worst. There was no canon, and everything went all kinds of willy nilly. They would write books and things to actually explain this type of stuff, and they would incorporate loose ends into novels and stuff so that it felt like it was Word. canonically. Yes. Now it's just Star Wars Twitter going, "Oh hey, uh, oh yeah, you know that thing? Yeah, hey, Dumbledore's uh, gay, salacious crumb." Uh, he ate Jabba, <laughs> and then he ate himself, and he ate himself. And he pooped himself out. It was like mm -hmm. a. It was it was a slow, arduous process. The end. And that's where Bobble Frick came from. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I'd get behind that. 
But all right, so well, what was not directly behind it? Well, I saw you guys no. yapping about this together. on Discord this week. What was the <laughs> what was the thing Dude, that I was released? Even, I don't even know now. I don't care. <laughs> They're just just it's stuff coming out of the novel mixed with just random announcements, just explaining random stuff. Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, who cares? Who cares? But it's it's right now. It's feeling like J.K. Rowling, who finished her books and then just couldn't put them down, and so just kept world building before she convinced herself to write some scripts. You know what I mean? And it was just kind of like, all right. At some point, if you don't make more stories, like it, when she wasn't writing new, like the movies or the play or something, if you don't do more by adding to all this crap you're risking messing with what people interpreted as when they read the books. You know what I mean? You're right. messing with the art. You're George Lucasing the yeah. art, like <laughs> right. the special editions. You're going back Don't, in and you're changing go full George things. Lucas. Yeah. Never go full George Lucas. No. And, uh, and, and it's annoying. And so there's lots of memes out there about Rowling just randomly announcing things that no one asked for, cared about, wanted to hear. Maybe a few people. But and stuff is just like, you know what? Walk away, do something new. Don't go back and retcon the old. It's just, I don't know. These days, I would just say it's not tasteful, would be the best way argument I could make against it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not tasteful to take the art that you've already shared and modify it. Therefore, like either it's like saying, oh, your interpretation of what I did was wrong. <laughs> and to me, that's the mark of a bad artist. Yeah. Agreed. I, yeah. I totally agree with that. And since she's an incredible author, <laughs> I don't like that behavior from her very much. Yeah. Although, I mean, I got honest, oh, God, I don't care. Dumbledore's gay. It hasn't changed at all how I view the character when I read yeah. books and watch the movies. Still, I don't care. But then she kept going and kept going. I'm like, all right, just simply just shut up, you know? But also, part of it is that she mentally lives a little bit in the world that she created. I can get that. She loves it, doesn't, can't sever herself from it and George now at least Lucas writing script you know writing the Fantastic Beast movies I think that's like a super healthy way to expand on everything I think that's fine yeah. well when but, you hit your peak that early it's hard to yeah no kidding know. like the it's peak of peaks like the the two greatest franchises ever she's literally she's literally trying to outsell the Bible at this point that's the only thing left on her list <laughs> is to outsell the it. Bible speaking of the it Bible it must be frustrating for her because this... I know she probably needs a creative outlet mm -hmm. but she knows if she does everyone's going to compare it to Harry Potter well she she's did like, oh, that. this is way worse than Harry she Potter she wrote this a couple terrible. of books under the like, first one came yeah, out she's under already a pseudonym done it. that's what people have done yeah They're like no this is stupid yeah. she wrote it under a pseudonym it didn't sell they then rebranded it with her name on it and everybody trashed it. Mm -hmm. Said, oh, it goes Harry Potter. I'm well, I, kind of, I kind of feel for it because that's got to be frustrating. I yeah. do too. At the same time, okay, you're, you, you know, at one point she's like the richest woman in the world, right? And so <laughs> at some point you have to be like, I've done it. But I don't have not to prove myself yeah. to everybody. Yeah, I almost wish she would just, uh, you know, mature. Well, learn guitar. Just, Get, I mean, get, create another world or get, you know, get or a new heart. series going or something. She tried. And just, she tried. But she she tried. didn't like the feedback. Well, that's that's the thing. She needs to ignore the feedback and yeah. just get, get a series and, and complete it and just it, it let it stand on its own. And it is what it is. I mean, Fantastic Beasts is OK. Mm. It's not great. Uh, First one was kind of a maybe mess. she can finish. Second one was all right. Maybe she can finish Dresden Files for. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm in. 
Sorry, yeah. Jim Butcher. It's yeah. basically like a grown-up Harry Potter anyway. Oh, absolutely. It's literally about a wizard <laughs> named <name's> Harry. Harry. <laughs> he just lives in Chicago instead of Little Wingjing. So, what well, else? Yeah. Speaking of Little Wingjing, what's this what? Luminous project that uh, <laughs> oh, I've been hearing project about? Luminous, baby. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys talk about that because I well, have Garrick. You're the only one on I board. Have so. Zero interest oh, in Project Luminous. No, I'm totally not on board. I I'm still on the fence. I don't. I don't oh, trust. Shut up! You're not on the fence, dude. You're not gonna read those books. Don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, there's no way in hell you're. Yeah, gonna read those books. <laughs> Mike's Thank right. <laughs> don't lie to me, man. All right. I'm sporting you'll a guilty. Read, I'm sporting no, no, a guilty you'll read a, smile. You'll read a summary of the book, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to half price half price books and thumb through the essential chronology that you, comes uh, out in 20 years. You bought aftermath, and that's like it, right? Since the beginning of all no, of this, I read, I read two Thrawn books. Thank oh. you. Well, there's been three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the second bitch. one, though. <laughs> I... Did you even finish the second one? All right. So, Project did. Luminous is. Quick, is okay, what? we've called me out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Corey, though, guys. Right? Am I right? Hey, Corey. <laughs> So Project Luminous is supposedly a grouping of authors that have been conscripted to come in. Mostly. Mostly. uh, And to come in and basically take uh, Star Wars in, you know, the post Rise of Skywalker direction, right? So. Well, um, kind of post, but 200 years before. That's a a good uh, question. Post and corny fingers. Because, yes, with Star Wars, you can go anywhere you want. So, yeah, yeah. It takes place 200 years before the Phantom Menace, right? Good. That's yeah. the that's the property I wanted to be able to align closest with. Yeah, <laughs> the High Republic, right? Yep, I guess. <sighs> How high are they? So high. Oh, they are so high right now, dude. I don't know. We'll see. <sighs> they got. I mean, I like Charles Soule, who's like writing the first book. The com- is he writing a book or comic or what? Book. I mean, first, this is a group of novels, right? I mean, this is yeah, comics too. Well, no, it goes novels, uh, young adult, kids books, comics. It's like the whole everything except like movies and TV. Why am I not interested in this at all? D- but dude, 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 the bad guys are like steampunk teenagers or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's a right. concept art. I'm, I'm I'm worried a little bit. Yeah. I, they Just have a little. good people. Like Claudia Gray is going to write the second novel, which I love her Star Wars stuff. Uh, Charles Soule, he he wrote the Vader comic, one of the runs of Vader, and I love that one. So yeah, but the bigger question good people would be, to start off. I okay, guess. yeah, but what's but what's the big story? Who who's in charge of? Well, they're story? like they're the Texas Rangers in the Outer Rim. Please don't tell me this is going to be okay. You start, and then I'll pick up where you leave off. No, that's that's more or less <laughs> no, what they're exactly. What that's exactly what it is. No, yeah, no. they're using vaunting. Then, then zero mm-hmm. interest. They're trying to re- they're trying to redo the New Jedi Order, but do everything as different from New Jedi Order in subject. No, New as Jedi, possible. New Jedi Order still had uh, they had an overarching story. They knew where they were. Well, going. I'm that's they're working together. They're, they are that. I, I firmly believe I'm talking that's part about. Of I'm talking about the sequel trilogy method. No, of, no, of just like crap something like, out and make it someone else's problem. Here's no. the end of my book. Okay, I'm going to take it. No, a completely they released all direction. these photos of them like whiteboarding stuff together in a okay. room well, and all that crap. All right. Hopefully well, that doesn't. At least that's not they're just like attempting a something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said, yeah, that's it, what I like. They're yeah. attempting some sort of continuity and a storyline that hasn't been done. My 
my issue it with it 200 is, years in the past my issue with it other than the fact that it's a prequel that's not so far in the past that it's completely disconnected so they can properly world build mm-hmm. it's the fact that they went so not far in the past that they also are, are limiting themselves in some degree well this is going to take place in the outer rim where the jedi is like a different they're they're like they're these are, these are outer rim jedi and and the rules aren't is is strict because stuff's crazy out in the outer rim. And I'm like, so you went so close to the storyline that to get, well, you want freedom to write whatever you want, but you're so close to the Skywalker saga in time that you're actually having to physically in space remove, you know, move yourself away so that you can do this world building. It seems so artificially limiting on Star mm-hmm. Wars, which is something that is usually some, oh. the stories oh. are usually at least marginally yeah, on a galactic they, if scale. If they would have said 2,000 years in the past. Yeah, that would have rang way better been, with me. I've been interested. Well, the, uh, there's, they're really emphasizing, and uh, this is what's got me most excited. I heard they're about. emphasizing One diversity. One of the few things is that they're going to, they're saying they're, it's in the world of like, this world is a world of discovery where they haven't discovered all the hyperspace lanes. Oh, and so there's gosh. people discovering I'm way out, man. <laughs> new things. I'm like, because oh, you're, you're, you're taking that. it away from all of right. the, yeah, yeah. I want to see what's out there. I mean, I well, here's the thing. I've been the one saying all along. Only I want 200 years. I want new characters, new Come planets, on. new situations. But with that, I didn't say, and I want to make sure they're all Jedi. You know what I mean? That's my problem. It's like, if you're going to do that, why does it have to be circling just another group of Jedi? To me, it looks well, like if, Clone Wars with characters you don't know. Except it won't be Clone Wars. It'll be fighting steampunk teenagers of all races. rather Because they can't have a bad guy race. You can't have a bad guy race, you guys, because that's the Yuuzhan Vong. And <laughs> no one... No one talks that fondly about the Yuuzhan Vong. So they're specifically not doing that. And it feels so artificially... Like it is so clear that we're doing this with the Nihil or whatever you know the Nihil, whatever they're calling them, the the dumbest name for a group of you know rogue people. Well, it's because they're nihilists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they follow Darth Nihilus. A good thing I picked up on that. That's that would be the only that way cool to save that is if they actually follow Darth Nihilus, maybe. But I also never that's understood why, why people love Darth, Darth. Do you Nihilus. know? Darth Nihilus. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look interesting. So if I'm going to get interested, it's going to be me trying to convince myself to get interested. Or if something comes out book, at least. and it's yeah. really compelling. For some yeah, yeah. If, 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 but the problem yeah, is, we, who am I going to get that from? I don't know what a pure source yeah. of Star Wars well, is we anymore. Don't trust because Garrick, so. every, well, I don't just trust Aww. Garrick. But it's like everybody Aww, on Twitter is either going to, they're predestined to hate it or love it. So I don't even know who to trust. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and you know Mike's not going to read it, so yeah. I, I I wish I wasn't, but I am so checked out. All the all the concept art of all these Jedi holding their lightsabers in the yeah. air and stuff like that, and I just want to yeah. make that you know I want to make the wag off hand gesture and you know just get bent like like you guys have been like slogging off to this for the last geez twenty years. It's been this. Why can't if you want to do something different? Why can't you really do something different? But Maybe it will. I'm be. far Maybe more I'm likely wrong. to just start picking up my Legends books again than I would be to, yeah, pick up anything new. I just, I, I and, and I don't. Maybe it's just productive age. Maybe I'm just burnt out on this stuff. I don't know. But even Marvel, and I mean, I'm not looking forward to any of this stuff, man. Mm. I'm not looking oh, to the next I... phase of Marvel. I'm not looking forward to. I mean, I guess I'm looking a little forward, maybe to like uh, Mandalorian, but. <laughs> 
that's probably about it in terms of the Star Wars universe. Everything else what is up Dr. in the air Afra right now. in April, baby? Dr. Afra? Hmm. Remember her? I mean, I'm still buying the comics, I guess, but yeah. I just, I'm not... Comics are good. I'm not... Yeah, they've been kind of the only bright spot for me, but... Um, Don't act like Mandalorian was a badass. It was. It yeah. totally was. You were like, oh, I mean, I kind of, I guess Mandalorian. I'm like, oh, no, come on, man. Because it's the only thing out there, but, uh, you know. <laughs> we have that, to get over this business hump with Disney before we can really put our faith back in them. Again. Seriously, dude. And I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much faith I have in Disney anymore, man. I really don't. I mean, I, I really feel like Mandalorian was an accident <laughs> that it was oh, as yeah. good as it well, is. Well, I would say it was not the accident, but it was a subversive Thing. It was just one of those things that was completely unexpected. They managed just, to work outside whatever system uh, Dis- was systematically no, murdering. No, Dis- Disney got lucky. Disney <laughs> got lucky by letting the right people yes. run. But I still, yeah. even to this day, don't think that they understand that they it was because of the team they assembled for that show. Oh, yeah. Especially Filoni well, and Favreau. If, if you believe any oh, of yeah. the, the silly rumors coming from like Doom Cork or Clock or Cuck, whatever, whatever. his name is. What? Uh, if you believe those rumors and stuff, then it sounds like maybe someone does know that that is the case, that that show was good because strictly because of the talent that was working directly on it. Because uh, we have all the rumors about like oh, Kathleen but, Kennedy being banned from set yeah. or something, which I don't buy. That's, I, I just, I don't see her like, I, I don't see her like <laughs> throwing, uh, tipping a table over and then throwing the double deuce in the air and okay. going, Get out! So Bitch. it's not it's not unprecedented. Those types of things have happened in the past. I know. But I just with, find it with different, so hard to believe. I didn't believe it until I heard about Iger and his reassignment. But um, <laughs> it, it doesn't even matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. My 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 point is is um, Mandalorian. Yes, to me that's the only bright spot. Everything else, I was excited about Obi Wan until now. All the problems are having with that. Yeah, now it just looks like another movie thing. Yeah, just the same as the other movies. I, like, oh, what? Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> it's like, my gosh, I, I don't know. Well, I, don't I think, I think movies in general are having issues. I, you know what? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. This isn't just, just Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, how many movies you want to run out and see right now? I want to run out and see Onward. I'm not gonna. I just think if, I don't want to. I don't want to get the Corona. I doubt it's gonna make me. I'm just ready for yeah. a change, man. I mean, there's been. I mean, when we go to the movies as a family. Or even just me and my wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's usually... She counts as family. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually a superhero movie or it's some kind of animation. Yeah. You know, it's never to go out and yeah. actually see a, a, a well compelling thing. Yes. You don't have to. <laughs> you know, movies like... I'm not a Scorsese fan, but movies like The Irishman, you get straight to your house right. for, for your subscription right. to Netflix, you know? So but I almost I almost long for those days. Oh, me back too. When, me I mean, because we used to do that. I mean, hell yeah. I, I still one of my favorite um, experiences, I guess, um, going out to the theater was uh, we have like a lo- that local cinema. What's it called? Uh, cinema Cinema Center. Cinema Center, and they cinema they butt. show Pan's Labyrinth. Is that what you're gonna say when we saw no, no? Uh, the Cooler? Oh, the yeah. Cooler! I forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah, Pan's Labyrinth though. No, the thing about oh, Cinema oh, Center. Yeah, cool. see, I saw that at Cinema Center Tech. At Indiana okay. Tech, because they got the right. multiple locations. Um, yeah, it's basically Fort Wayne's only indie theater. Right. For those that really know. shows, yeah, the yeah, kind like of low things budget. things I saw there were like looking for Richard, which is Al Pacino's basically yeah. deconstruction of doing Richard the Third. Right. I saw the Monty Python cast in their version of The Wind in the Willows, like just really weird stuff. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's great that we have access to those things now on Netflix and streaming and all that stuff, but... Sometimes you just want to get up and go out and have dinner. 
yes, a good movie. Right. But there's no movies to discover anymore. No. And, and, and there's a big asterisk at the end of that because we have so many big movies that you have to see. Yeah. That you get too overwhelmed to just run out and catch something that you don't know much about. You know, and and the other thing is that the risk is a lot of the stuff you don't know about these days, you're going, okay, what are you going to shovel down my throat? Right. Yeah. That's wow, the big that's good, risk. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a big risk. If you're not the kind of person who appreciates a movie trying to throw a real world message at you, whether metaphorically or otherwise, I don't know. You know, it depends on where you fall on the spectrum there. Maybe there's somebody who go, I can go see any movie all the time. I don't know what you have, you know, what your problem is, or, you know, maybe certain alignments would be like, Oh, well, I agree with everything in any movie anyway. But, like, I don't care if I agree or not. If I feel like something's being crammed down my throat, I'm not a fan. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't trust a lot of indie films in that right. way. Yeah, right. Yeah. You guys should see Swiss Army, man. That's a great movie. I did see that movie. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. The, the first, yeah. No, see, you're a liar. To, I told you. I no, know you lie. to get on board with me. Oh, that's the best movie, you guys. Especially yeah, when movie. the farting corpse is just works as like a jet ski. So yeah, Harry dude. Potter just fart his corpse is farting oh, across yeah. the water. You can't get any better than that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thought provoking. All right. Paul Denny's just like, this is the best. <laughs> they get All name right. right. Well, we spent a lot of time on that. The only other thing was there's a picture of the Batmobile on the internet. What do you guys think about this uh this uh this Twilight Batmobile? Did you say Twilight Batmobile? Twilight Batmobile. I, I kind of want more of a Twilight. The Hufflemobile. The, 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 the Hufflemobile. Huffle now I can't unsee it. You shouldn't have called it the Twilight Mobile. Oh, come on. That's, <laughs> let's be honest. All right. I haven't seen it yet. I need Now, I want to make the claim. Uh, it's I a muscle car, man. It's it's a it muscle car. Nothing you've ever seen. With all of its parts exposed. Because that's how Batman rolls. I guess. He wants you to see his motor because <laughs> he is the yeah. knight and he strikes fear <laughs> with all of his many his, valves uh, and cylinders and overhead cams. Oh, boy. I, uh, <laughs> Does it got a Hemi? Yeah, I'm sure it <laughs> do. Nothing got a Hemi. Yeah. It's not the Fantastic Four, bro. I, <laughs> oh. I, uh, <laughs> I, honest to God, honest to God, <laughs> I, my reaction to this was I would totally drive that, but I am not Batman. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or you, like, you could be. I, <laughs> I don't. I didn't like the tumbler very much because it's ugly. But it was more yeah, military, yeah, and I and I got it right. And whatever the what was I calling it? The thunder gun mobile from the Snyderverse was like oh, man, eat poo. Train wreck. <laughs> the, guns and Gatling the blue gun neon crap from Joel Schumacher's movies. I didn't like. Honest to God. The classic Batmobile with the fins is fun, sure. and the Batmobile from the Tim Burton movies was just hella awesome and gothic. Right. But what's the perfect Batmobile? I don't know. I like those other two. I like those two the for different series reasons. One was this which was giant rectangle. That's that's pretty, pretty much, much Burton. Burton's yeah. except with like a grill instead of like a turbine on the front. Right. But I I I, I don't know. Like this, I looked at and I'm like, it just looks so impractical. Which it, it's almost like it reminds me of the Schumacher stuff, but instead of just all neon lights, yeah. it's exposed parts and things. I don't know. I was initially looking forward to this movie, but I've been concerning lately. I've been on a um, oh, what's his name? Who made the Who made the um, Dark Knight and Batman Begins and Wow guy? Yeah, Nolan. Nolan, yes. I've been on a kick where I've been I've been kind of fiending to go watch his stuff again. And what I'm afraid of is I'm going to go back and watch those great movies 
and then I'm going to go see this new Batman movie and I'm going to be so disappointed. This, I'm assuming the reason why the Batmobile looks the way it does is because he just welded it together in a junkyard. Because let's remember, this, we, this is the Batman. It. This is the Batman whose logo on his chest is made from the gun that shot his parents. Oh, no. Did you not know no, this? No, I didn't know this. Yeah, what? It, yeah. Oh, no. The Bat what? logo is the gun cut in half. Go look. Shut this up. is ab- No. What? I'm I'm not making this up. This is not conjecture. This is no, real. You're. This is real. Shut up. The logo no, on his up. chest is shut a gun up. cut in shut half. Shut up. No, stop talking. Uh huh. Damn it. Sorry, Bullshit. sorry if you were looking forward to something. Maybe you ought to doll it back on the mixed expectations. I'm, uh, I'm done. I'm out. You've you've made me you've made you've, me want Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Joel Schumacher. Batman, Batman has always been anti-gun, except in the Snyderverse. But now Batman is so anti-gun, he wears a gun to uh, make sure you know that his... he's anti-gun. Lord. And it's just like whatever. Oh my god! This is going to be that so scene, disastrous. That scene in the that's, that scene in ba- the opening scene in Batman Beyond where Bruce is having a heart attack in the bat suit and he has to grab a gun and use it is so emotionally awesome. impactful in this cartoon. Yeah, so emotionally impactful. Now in today's day and age, <laughs> hey, where you you just cut just the cut gun in, in half, half and tape it to your chest. Man, where's your gun? As I'm a, I don't like guns. I'm wearing one. <laughs> I am a gun. I'm a gun. I turn like into Megatron. a gun. Watch me. I'm like a transformer. I'm Bat Megatron. <laughs> I shoot bullets out of my head. Pew oh, pew. Man. Yeah, sorry to all the listeners who didn't know that. Sorry to ruin everyone's bat future. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> How does the DC dumbest do this, man? Heard. I don't understand. By not doing anything, I'm by sitting aside, so sitting on the confused. sidelines and watching everybody else just muck with their uh, business. They don't know what their business is. I was going to ask. Do, do they we even know read comics over there at the DC <laughs> over universe? DC Comics? I was going to ask if we know anything <laughs> about this movie. Comics? No, I didn't even. I just I just used a Garrick AI to generate words. <laughs> Gun on chest. <laughs> Print. Print. Nailed it. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Print it. God. Yep. I'm not getting any residuals from this. This sucks. Nope. I'm sorry, Gen Xers. We had our chance making movies, and we fucked that up. Yeah, so bad. Yep. And the millennials are about to take over. Yep. And and the zennials don't give uh, a fuck no, about they don't any of it. They're like, you screwed it up. You all suck. We're gonna sit on the sidelines and just watch everybody hate each other. Oh boy, mm-hmm. that's how it rolls. Speaking of rolling, it's time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Yeah. Call him Rolly Poly. Call him Fat. I don't know if y'all know this, but you know that movie, The Total Recall. Oh yeah, the one that don't suck. Mm. You know the dude, the play the lead named Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he wasn't gonna play the lead though. Oh really? What? In fact. It was all lined up, oh, done, getting Colin ready Farrell, to film. Right? It was going to be Patrick Thwaite. What? Before the that movie production sucked. company went bankrupt and Arnold went, hey, now. <laughs> I got a little. You're an all-star. <laughs> Get your game on. <laughs> Get paid. <laughs> I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> Need to go to Mars. Smash mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Some total recall on the board tonight. Yeah. We're talking about I'm not even gonna play the music now. The 1990 film. Not the other one. No, the other one too. It's an <laughs> all total too? recall uh, love fest tonight, baby. 
It's all. We're going to talk about it all. In fact, let's talk about that recall, that remake of the recall right now. It sucked. All right, covered it. <laughs> Boom. <Nailed> it. <laughs> no, honestly, we're going to talk about Total Recall, but, but let's, let's, before, I mean, let's put the cart before the horse right now. All right, do it. Oh, wow. Putting the cart before the horse. We're going to put that car right up in front of that horse and we're going to shove it right in that horse's face. Okay. The butt end of the cart, yeah. specifically. Better than the butt, I guess. Yeah. The butt of the cart and the, the horse of the face. So, anyway, oh, uh, that movie was terrible. Which y'all, one? The, the the remake with Colin Farrell. Do you all oh, see yeah, this? Yeah. No. I was, I, but it had Kate Beckinsale in it. Uh, I don't know what to think. Yeah, what? you know what? It doesn't matter because... And Jessica Biel and Brian Cranston. Wait, whoa, and whoa, whoa, Bill Nighy. Yeah. And John I Schell. should love this movie. Yes, This movie on, should be the best movie ever made. On paper, you should love this movie. Oh, but let me tell you about how this movie failed in every way. I fell asleep like three times watching this movie and I wasn't even tired. It was the most of, boring. I was counting lens flares during this movie. Yes. Oh, I lost God. count because I ran out of numbers. Yeah. It, it is no more dizzying. The, 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 the camera, like the post editing light effects or the whatever you want to call it. Post effects are just horrendous. The, the special effects of like the environment and stuff like that are so bland and blase because they're trying to make you feel like it's, I don't know. It, and also the story isn't the same. It's not the same no. at all. It, to the but it's it's got like these similar that. It's got these similar threads that make you you're constantly thinking, okay, now you're gonna find out how it's kind of the same. Right. Okay, now you're gonna find out. Okay, okay, now you're gonna figure out why Liam Neeson has Ray Sal Ghoul's haircut. <laughs> you know, except you eventually find out why Liam Neeson has Ray Sal Ghoul's haircut. You don't find out there's no payoff in this movie that makes it relate to the first one in a more meaningful way. So I'm not saying that that's required. I'm saying it just felt like that was coming the whole time. That's why any remake is awful. I just, I don't know why they, it's like, come on, take the name of a movie and then make a completely different movie. And I don't know. It didn't even take place on Mars. I don't even remember at this point. (laughs) If it didn't take place on Mars, I'm like, what was the point? I I don't remember, but that gives you, I mean, think about it. Garrick and I both don't remember if it's, if it even took place on Mars. Yeah. You get it? How is it total recall with that? Okay. All right. Uh, I don't recall. You don't have total recall. I got it just now. So I'm anyway, good. let's go say? back to the real movie that doesn't Recall. Recall. Like total recall. Total recall. Nineteen ninety with Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of my all time favorite movies. It is a cult it is? classic. Yeah, it is, man. It you really like is. Philip K. Dick movies, don't you? Dude, I yeah, love Philip the dick. K. Yeah, we've always said you. that. About I'm glad you brought this up because I, you know, I remember growing up and I started getting into sci-fi and all that stuff, and everybody's like, "Oh, you got to read Isaac Asimov. Yeah. You got to read Isaac Asimov." Mm. And I tried a few times to read some Isaac Asimov. Oh, that's that was hard tough. Too. That was tough. Oh, yeah. I could not get through. I, I don't think I got that's some hardcore book. 50s science fiction right there. By the way, confirmed remake. No Mars. Oh, my oh gosh. wow! Shoot me in the head. I, that doesn't make what sense. The hell? They were both based on the Philip K. Dick story, but for yeah. whatever reason, the Mars plot, which is in the Philip K. Dick story and Total Recall, right, right. not in the <laughs> wow. remake. Amazing. All right. Okay. Anyway, Thanks, so Hollywood. So, uh, you know, fast forward, and uh, you know, all the properties that I loved growing up. You know, like uh, um, Total Recall. I think uh, Running Man and. Yeah. Um, Blade Runner, of course, yeah, probably the most famous. Blade yeah, um, which is not called Blade Runner in 
his story. His story is actually called uh, Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, I believe. Do Android's mm-hmm. Dream. Do Android's Sheep, Dream. Question mark. Yes. yes. I don't know. Do they? So, come to find out, it's like Got half of the half of these properties that I love, Minority Report, and I know you don't like that movie, but I do. I about don't. Scanner Darkly, how do you feel about that Ooh, one? Yeah, Scanner Darkly. As I get further from I Minority like Report, I dislike it less. Yeah. I'm still not a huge fan of it. I, I blame Spielberg. I know. You I, know I don't even blame Tom Cruise. Yeah. Even though at that is that was Tom Cruise at the height of his most sure. annoying. Right. You know, that was like sure. that was closer to like couch jumping. Right. Tom right. Cruise. <laughs> um, but I do remember I, when I that blame, came out. I always remember your critique of that film was more about Steven Spielberg yes, being up his Steven own ass. Steven Spielberg <laughs> was so far up his own ass with that movie, making the most like serious melodrama action film of all time and then having a jetpack comedy scene. I well, whatever. Yeah. That plus, I think uh, it didn't do as well, especially in the States. Oh, yeah. And then he was a total douche right. about it. He was like, well, American audience. Yeah, it was just <laughs> American audiences weren't sophisticated <laughs> enough for this. I made Jaws, so I know. Did you did you, you made Crystal Skull, so you get to the back of the line, son. <laughs> so, anyway. Adjustment Bureau. I actually liked Adjustment Bureau quite a bit. I don't know why. Adjustment Bureau? Movie. Yeah. Remember that movie? No. It was based on a Philip K. Dick novel. Oh. Philip K. Dick. I'm telling you, man. The sad thing if for people who aren't familiar with Philip K. Dick. Had um, Emily Blunt sci- in it. Sci-fi guy. Um wrote most of his stuff in the 60s, died young, mm-hmm. and then after he died, all his stuff gets picked up by Hollywood and they make all <laughs> kinds of movies. Yeah. And, and his, I mean, I hope his heirs are making some money because the poor guy, He, I mean, his his books never made that much money. Yeah. He was never a rich guy or anything like that. And I just I always thought that was kind of a sad story that this guy, I mean, mm-hmm. he is basically the father of, Modern science fiction movies in a lot of ways, yeah, yeah, and uh, we get Asimov and stuff too, of course, yeah, yeah. but yeah. but still, I mean, I'm talking about stuff that's been adapted to to the the screen, um, Jalukas, but uh, Total Recall, yeah, <laughs> I mean, just and and okay, so yeah, it's Phil K. Dick, but it's also again we talked about that cult status, and it's it was it was one of those movies. This this comes out of the time. This is like post RoboCop, right? So. RoboCop yeah. is where you so start. So RoboCop came out and made it okay to go over the GGD top. Crazy. When violent. it came to like violence that was almost, <laughs> oh, yeah. it was so gruesome, it was cartoon-esque. Right. Uh, that that scene in RoboCop where he gets oh, shot, dude, it still gives me nightmares. They played it. <laughs> so my mom made me go in second grade. We just moved in and, uh, and I'm at a new school and the kid in the class who nobody liked had a birthday and I got invited. My mom's like, you going to that birthday? I'm like, I don't want to. I don't like him. You're going to that, but we're good Christian people. You going to that kid's birthday party. That's how my mom sounds. And so I went to the birthday party. None of the other kids from the class were there and he had a bunch of other friends and stuff. I've never met any of these people. I don't know any of them. I'm scared to death right they pop in robocop second grade yo wow and i (laughs) blows my mind second grade and i was literally i told i was talking about this just not too long ago i literally felt physically sick yeah like i wasn't scared i was never never seen anything like i seen i've never seen anything like this and i uh, had to call my parents to come get me not because i was afraid that i was a summer party i've been to summer parties at that point oh yeah i mean it didn't help that i didn't know anybody here but because I was afraid I was going to throw up. So my parents had to come get me. I'd like wake his parents up. Dude, I probably saw that when I was in seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. 
I felt the same way. Second grade, <laughs> these people just drop the blockbuster tape right wow. there with a pile of pizza and go, have at it. We're going to go to bed. <laughs> oh, my wow. gosh. Wow. It messed me up. So, yeah. He's so a nice guy. I, you know, <laughs> in case he's listening. Okay. He's a super people. nice guy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know any of his friends. I thought he's the only one there in his. So yeah, that movie I think really made. Yeah, yes, made it okay for like the uber over the top violence. Yeah, and, and I mean that one was realistic. But then you Ish. got then you got things like a lot of these. Uh, only the part that was realistic because he had a gun holster in his leg. That's why. <laughs> that was the realistic part, right? Well, well, I'm talking about the realistic violence, like when you get shot. For no, oh yeah, no, it's disgusting. Scene. It was. Unreal. Yeah, red, red, red from that seventy show is being a real. Yes, it was red. That's yeah. right. But um, so that's one of the things about this movie that I always love is the over the top violence. When somebody gets shot, I mean, it's not just like a little tiny bullet hole. It's like the entire shoulder. It's you know, yeah, and you get like so, the slow motion, and they're like <laughs> their arms are flailing wildly while they fall. I, best, I, I think the best example of this in the movie is the scene where he's going down the escalator. Yeah, and he's being chased by everybody. And they start shooting at him. He grabs the guy, just rando, yeah. on, the, esca- on yeah. the escalator. And this guy's my him. bullet He's shield. He's the meat shield. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to save myself, but you're screwed, man. Yeah. <laughs> Take it like a man. Quit whining. You're a whiner. Bullet shields don't whine. <laughs> that was one of the great things about this movie, too, is there was just no concern for just randos, right? Yeah. I mean, usually... Collateral damage <laughs> yeah. was encouraged, okay. not accepted, encouraged. There's a scene where him and, and Melina are running their somewhere in public and they're running down these stairs and she runs by this guy and Arnold Schwarzenegger literally runs into the guy, picks him up, throws him over the side yep. of the stairs. Yep. Just cause reasons. <laughs> Just cause honestly. Yeah, so can. I think what makes this movie work despite all the over top over the topness is right. because of the Philip K. Dick part of the story, right? Which is not knowing what's real and what's not. Yes. Because the whole science fiction premise on this one is that you get your brain messed with. Mm-hmm. That's leading to a dark place. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like those what if scenarios, you know, the whole black mirror thing. Right. It's 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 like that where it's like, yeah, all like right, the original black mirror, this guy. Yeah. Like this guy's so bored with his life because, you know, his wife, young Sharon Stone, isn't hot enough, I guess. Yeah. Sharon Stone's <laughs> breakout role here. Yeah. Yeah. And he, on set, he called it a female Terminator because she got so ripped and buff for the role. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what he says to everybody. About everything. <laughs> so ripped and buff. Oh, man, look at that horse run. It's like a horse Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That oh, dog look at is, this mushroom pizza. That it's like dog a mushroom is, pizza Terminator. That dog is pissing on that fire hydrant. It's like the Terminator of fire hydrants. <laughs> I'll be back. I just took the most Terminator of craps just now. So anyway, uh, but like he's bored with his life. So he wants to go, oh, people can imprint memories in my head. And then I'll have had like this awesome vacation that I don't have time to take. Mm -hmm. So he's all excited. Kid in a candy store like Arnold gets, you know, oh, (laughs) this is going to be fun. (laughs) And, And they do it. But then when he wakes up, like they go, he goes over the top. Oh, make me a secret. And all this crap. And he wakes up. Suddenly... Nothing is as it seems. No, and that's, like activates something in his head, supposedly. Well, and right. that, that's like, what yeah, actually they that's what gets unveiled over the course of the movie ish. Right. You can still argue at the end of the film, was any of it real? 
Yeah, yeah, it was real. But yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, that's part of the fun, right? Sure. And 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 that's what that's what a lot of Philip K. Dick stories do. They they plant the seed to make well, you good like, si- like don't just assume that plowing forward is going to be awesome. Right. In the future with all this tech, right? Think, here's some weird scenarios that's, that could mess you up. That's what good sci-fi does. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Oh, okay, yeah. here's the technology. Here's where we're going in the future. Yeah. But let's start asking the moral questions. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. Phil if, Cave Dick was really good at that. Very if good. Only we'd asking done the that, questions, but not answering them ever. If only we'd done that with services that only post 280 characters at a time or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <a> story <laughs> that warn us. But. But that's that's the long and the short of it, right? Is it is suddenly you're you don't know, wait, did they unlock something? Was he already had he already had his memory messed like changed? Right. So his boring life was a fake memory. Sure. And by going and having this thing done, it unlocked real memories. Well, the Maybe. way the the way the movie portrays it is that uh, it's even before the memory is implanted yeah. that since they're messing with his brain, which had been wiped before, yeah. right? Because he is some kind of agent of you know, super secret agent, super secret agent, <laughs> and he had been to Mars and all that stuff. That this triggers some kind of psychotic um, episode, with yeah. Him. And that's what he feels. He feels like he's losing it. He does. Right. He's paranoid. You know, his wife's kicking the crap out of him and stuff <laughs> like that. And whereas a minute ago he was just mild man of the accountant or whatever he was. Yeah, he's a construction worker. No, is that running man? No, he, no he's, he's a, a construction, construction worker. worker. Yeah. Uh, Patrick yeah. Swayze was going to be an accountant. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no I'm, I'm not like, lying. Just like Ghost? I'm not lying. It was before Ghost. That's why I had, he had to make Ghost. Like, well, I can't go to Mars, so I guess I'll go to hell. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, so yeah, the 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 long and short of it, he ends up going to Mars. He was right. supposed to just have memory of a vacation to Mars, where he's also like a secret agent or something. But right. then, yeah, he's actually. Oh wait, there's this whole thing afoot, and I got to figure it out because I can't remember everything. And everybody's in on it, and right? So he he's kind of a boobies. double agent of himself. Yeah, uh, in this. Yeah, of himself. So get, That's a good. <laughs> yeah, he gets there. Well, it's it's he's leading himself, right? Because he's got like these recordings of himself from the past, basically saying, "Hey, if you're seeing this, you know, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do." Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, your your memory is wiped. You don't remember any of this. So go see this person here. Yeah. And uh, when you get to Mars, what's going on on Mars is you've got. I mean, it's the classic trope of, you know, the big corporation that's kind of running everything on Mars, right? And exploiting so exploiting the people. Right. And they, they have this mineral that they mine there, and that's what the corporation does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, called and unobtainium. Yes. Everybody there is eight foot tall and blue. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So Mars is fully colonized by that time. There are people that live there. Um, but th- there's also these mutant people, right? Yeah. These mutant people are like the descendants of the first colonizers, the yeah. first people that had arrived there. Colonizer, you can say it like that. So, and they live in kind Keep of the seedy parts of of the the city or whatever. Yeah, and uh, where the lady got three boobies. Where, yeah, where the three boobie mutation is taking place. Where it made every <laughs> every underage dude in the world question everything. <laughs> that scene just suddenly everything was different. It's like, oh, they come in threes. On Mars? What? <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 should, I should be disgusted by this, right? But I'm not. So the mutants have, uh, there's this rebellion that's going on against the corporations. The corporations got their own, like, private army, right? And then you have the, the people that are rebelling because, you know, they're basically they're charged to, to breathe air, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of poor people and, 
And so they're rebelling, and the rebellion is led by a mutant um, named Quato. 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 Get to uh, the reactor. The all-time best, best lines. So now it's not the line that's important. It's the dude that's got the puppet sticking out yeah, of him, right. standing there like with his eyes rolled back in his head. Yeah, that's the best. That part. was so, Cronenberg yeah. that did that. Yeah, over from when he was originally going to direct this. So anyway, he's used. Uh, Arnold is used by the corporation to lead the army to Quato, the leader of the rebellion. Who they he ends up doing, and they execute him and and all that good stuff. But he learns that there is alien technology on this planet, right? That they find in this big... The corporation already knows about it. The corporation knows it and is hiding it. And uh, they they lead you to believe that they don't know what it is and they're afraid to activate the... the, They have some kind of machinery, right? Yeah. But this uh, Quato, before he dies, you know, tells Arnold that, you know, you need to activate it because it it holds the promise for a bright future for, you know, the the colonists. Yeah. And so you get to the end of the movie, basically, he activates the machine. And, and that's uh, when the shield door opens up and the big robo-maid spits the air back into the... <laughs> and, the and the trees land back in and the king like wakes up. the password. Oh, One. man. Yes. yes. Just like that. Three. Four. Four. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Mars is oxygenated and... Uh, so then we don't have to have any more scenes where people eyes bugging out of their heads. Those are my favorite scenes is when they get expelled. Oh, yeah, by the animatronics. So great. The animatronics, sci-fi. Literally, the eyes are like like just, they're not popping out of the head. They're not getting sucked out of the head. They're literally being pushed out of the head by like little rods. And it's just, just like, oh, apparently Mars makes your eyes come three quarters of an inch out of the eye socket. Oh, with man. some dangly this stuff, is so good. Oh. But, but yes, the film. I, I mean, there's to me. I love this for many reasons. I love it for Arnold because it's classic Arnold, right? I mean, oh it's, yeah, he's he's a meathead and he's you know he's the badass and there's <laughs> he's all such kinds a meathead. Uber- I mean, you're caught, talk, coming out of Predator here. He's such a meathead that at the beginning when I'm really excited because Strong's the guy that wants to go to Mars. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, honey? <laughs> yeah. He's smiling really big and you're it's worried so- that it's gonna like bite her face <laughs> and stuff like that. Just oh, it'll be so much fun. <laughs> This and is like, like one of the first movies where he tries to play off as the normal guy. Yeah, yeah, the normal, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just a normal dude. Just not, doing my normal dude stuff. Sellable at all. You got to think when they started Kindergarten Cop, they are like, all right, now, Arnold, you really just still need to be angry all the time. Is that okay? <laughs> what? I'm a fun guy. Like mushrooms. I construction. I'm just like you and me. <laughs> Look at me. We're girly men together. Uh, so yeah. the Arnold stuff's great. I, I love again. I love the uber violence, you know, the over the top. I love all the hokey stuff, like the cab driver robot that yeah. looks like the <laughs> right. looks like the, the 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 little like the dummy puppet that the gray haired dude used to be famous for in the seventies. Going to the talk shows, he right. had that little. He was in that. He was in the Muppet movie too, you know. And the the the, the dummy had a little. He had a monocle and a top hat. Okay, uh, yeah. that, like the cab driver looks just every time he turns around the mouse <laughs> moving. I see that dummy every time it cracks me up. The funny thing is, y'all love Fifth Element. Y'all did it when oh, yeah. I wasn't here. Fifth oh. Element is to me, Fifth Element was trying to recapture what Total Recall did with like without the hyper violence. Fifth Element didn't get hyper. Sure, it had right. a lot of action. Yeah, but they were trying to show this weird, colorful, dystopian. Yeah. 
you know, that's that's a goofy fair, future. Fair, yeah, right. and with with Total Recall, it's awkward. Yeah, and the it's awkwardness, and yeah, like like against the graphic violence and stuff, makes it they amplify each other. Fifth Element doesn't do that so much for me, right? But but I feel like that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, gotcha. what I love about it is it's a campy movie for yeah. sure. But oh, then they they put a lot of like like I guess philosophy, yes. whatever. Like is this real? Is thing. it not? Because yes. <clears throat> there's that whole scene where he's on Mars and he's shooting a bunch of people, and then they bring a doctor and he's like, "Listen, Quaid, you're like tripping out. You're still in the recall machine. Yes. You need to take this pill, mm-hmm. right? Or else you're going to be, you know, brain damaged and you'll be stuck here forever." You need to come back to reality. And then like that point, you're like, oh. Yeah, you start you, really questioning. You start to it, think, right? you're like, is this real? Is it not? Yeah, is this and whole while plot the characters not the thing, yeah. Yeah. The character is going through that same dilemma that you are. And you're like, oh boy. Well, the, like, you, yeah, is Voldemort really attacking Sirius in the Hall of Mysteries? I don't know now. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, basically how I take the movie is that he, he wasn't in his mind, but there is one thing that's undeniable. At the very beginning, when he goes in to to recall to purchase a thing, remember when he's choosing the female? The female that he chooses is basically Melina that's yeah. that he sees on Mars. Oh yeah. So if you want to make the argument, he's still in his mind. You yeah. know that it, it absolutely. Never really that's what you when you were so resistant to that concept I earlier. I, I was well, like, that's because I'm I like, still, come on, it's fifty fifty. That's because I still. I mean, in my mind, I still it played out the way you know it was real it happened but but. (laughs) mike total recalls fiction stop um but i mean or is it the thing about the the chickadee but again it's it's well it's funny for such a goofball screwball violent film it's well done enough where you're like well did he pick her and 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 then caesar so that's why he's in his head or did he pick her because he's already met her before already knew of her before you know, yeah, but Recall wouldn't have had a picture of that exact woman. Nah, true. But was it the exact woman or was it like super close? I don't know. Uh, maybe I have to go back and look. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. If Recall was in on it the whole time. He was all in his head. It's a tragedy. The whole movie's a tragedy, even though he has a happy <laughs> Well, it was Recall just... technology that wiped his brain, yes. Mm. And the people that get, were give, trying to implant the memory didn't know that. Mm. So... But dude, or I mean, did they? But even okay. So, but even the tropes, man. I mean, we're t- we're talking about the you know, good science fiction asks you know the questions about the technology. But but geez, even the classic adding channels to my Roku. I'm not adding anything. Add <laughs> <laughs> all the channels. What is that? It keeps changing, and you're over there messing with your tablet. So I can only assume. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Mike. Just the classic tropes, though, too of of. You know the the little guy overcoming you know the big the big baddies and yeah uh, just even even but those then he's the baddie himself probably <laughs> but yes it's real campy but but that ending scene after you know after the the oxygen has been released and, yeah. and people are like walking out you know it's like kind of bright new day kind oh, of yeah. thing and Can yeah that's great feel the <laughs> and then he's like wait maybe this is fake yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense yeah no but I, I just I mean they. It was, it's super campy and dumb and, but like the best kind of dumb. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. So dumb. let's talk about the nose scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Gross. you've had a tracker planted in you and you need to remove it. <laughs> yeah. And for, and it's in your sinus cavity 
and it's the size of an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Golf we don't we don't know why it's that big. Maybe it had to hold like a D cell battery. Because, <laughs> but here's a gun to shoot up your nostril and pull this egg sized thing out of your nostril. So again, we have animatronic yeah. like special effects. Arnold had uh, shaking and quivering, making Arnold noises. You know, <laughs> and it is the most ridiculous thing on earth. And when I first saw this movie, I'm like, that is fake. <laughs> and I am terrified. <laughs> I'm not terrified because this would be very painful. I'm terrified by the special effect. <laughs> it is terrifying looking, but those, I still loved it. Those, yeah, those animatronics from the '80s, man, that is the best stuff. Man. When they just I said, they just crap. said, screw it. They'll know <laughs> what we're trying to do. And, you know, it's like the dude tearing his face off in Poltergeist. Yeah, it's the least believable right. thing in the film, but right. it's still like, hey, he tore his face off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, Steak had maggots in it. But <laughs> I, 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 it's probably, when I think about Total Recall, those are all the things that the eyes bugging out of the heads, the, you know, the get ready for a surprise or whatever, <laughs> you know, when he's wearing like Two the weeks, yeah, the robot Two. fat lady mask. Yeah. And uh and all, those are all the things I think of. Those really weird special effects that I was very struck by. And remember, and remember I've said I've said this again recently. I wanted to be an animatronics designer when I was a kid before CG was going to take over 99% of its lunch, right? But that was like to me that was a cool thing and when I think back I'm like what got me into that? I mean I always loved the Muppets stuff but yeah, but Total Recall probably had an effect on me where I was like these are very obviously practical effects but they're very clearly helping tell the story. It's funny because they won. This is an uh, Academy Award winning movie. Oh my gosh. For best visual effects, right? Oh my gosh. And one of the per people who worked on it was uh, Robin Botten, who also worked on RoboCop. Wow, there you and go. There you mm. go. Full circle. Mm. I can't believe this movie. It must have been the only movie with visual effects that came out that year. That's the only thing I can figure. Well, 1990, what came out? 1990 is not that long ago. I mean, you're talking about Batman. It came out in 89. I mean, Jurassic Park was yeah. only a year or two after that. That's not that long ago. These effects were atrocious, but there were a lot. Maybe, they, maybe are you sure it wasn't an Academy Award for most visual effects? <laughs> <laughs> most of all the visual effects. They're all great. I mean, they are good. They're just so dumb. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love it. I love it. I actually, I never owned this movie. Um, I Even though I always liked it, I never felt the need to go out and buy the DVD or whatever. And then one day I was at uh, a Big Lots. And they had like super special Mars edition of this movie for like two ninety nine. Super nice. And it didn't have a DVD sleeve. It was a round metallic, uh, like uh, like tin. The tin. Oh, and it had. It, it was the surface of Mars. Was the nice. tin was like and it was like textured and everything. Yeah. And the disc fit perfectly inside of that. Cool. No sleeve. No nothing. Yeah. It was just that and like a, a tag. Uh huh. Two ninety nine. I bought it. Went home. Watched it. I'm like, I forgot how much I like this movie. Good movie. There's a lot of a lot of people in this too. So of course Schwarzenegger and Sharon Stone. Mm -hmm. um, a couple weeks ago we talked uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Ronnie Cox, the guy yep. who runs the corporation. He's the yeah. He is the he, chief of the corporation. He's that's what he played in every right, movie. Right. Know? And then I always <laughs> I always confuse Michael Ironside with Jeremy Irons. Wow. But it's Michael Ironside. Yeah, that's a difference. It's actually yeah, completely different. But yeah. uh yeah, Michael Ironside in this. He was 
one of those guys that was in all those movies back then. Heck yeah. So, including the Starship Troopers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was in yeah, the he was. Starship Troopers. Yeah. So, but uh, even. Um, oh, That's man, a good movie. What was, uh, what was Walt from Breaking Bad, Walt's uh, brother in law, Dean Norris? Really? That is, yeah. He's he's the freak, one of the freaks on, uh, in, uh, wow, in he the had bar. to be young. Wow. Yeah. He still looked the exact same. The exact same. He still does. He's playing himself in the prequels <laughs> in uh, Better Call Saul, but oh, he, he? <laughs> he actually looks quite a bit older, but they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. I was going to say that, but that show. They're all just like, we, we're telling a story. Just deal with it. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's a lot of classic old, <laughs> old actors in this too. So, yeah. It's, it's fun to go back and, and spot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of Breaking Bad, was it Sancho pointed out on the disc uh, that uh, good old uh, Imperial Mandalorian Imperial dude, Gus Fring, uh, mm -hmm. was like in the jail scene in Trading Places? Like oh. so 80s doubt. He's I like, don't remember oh. that. Discussion. He's like wearing like a headband and like pastel sweatsuit or whatever, <laughs> really? like leaning against Damn the bars. It, now I'm gonna go home and watch me <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito. That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, and it's totally. Yeah. I would have never picked it up. I would never see it watch a movie. But San, I think it was Sancho. So yeah, and I'm looking at that going. Sounds how like did? Him. How did? How do you not? It's just so <laughs> obviously <Right. him. laughs> But yeah, oh, that's great. I love stuff like that. Going back yeah, to those yeah. old movies and, and spotting people. Mm-hmm. That that that's how I have fun. You all, that's that's my pastime. He was in the Usual Suspects <laughs> as well as something. Giancarlo Esposito. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Usual Suspects. He's in it yeah. somewhere. I believe you. Look for him. I believe you. Did he, was he one of the cops? He was on Sesame Street for two years. I believe that as too. Mickey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely Mickey. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> From remembers Sesame Mickey. Street to Meth. King, so mm -hmm. yeah, very clear uh, through line. There. Interesting career path. So, so, if you like the Arnold, right? Oh, and this I is like not your just. It's not just your action Arnold. There's more. There's substance to this movie. I'm right? really happy about taking a vacation. It'll be fun, <laughs> romantic. We'll kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> it is awkward. It is so awkward. It is. He's overacting. It is. It's like, look, it's great, this though. is how a very big man is happy. He's so happy that he's physically bending over, lunging at you, and it's not intimidating or terrifying at all. <laughs> Uh, him playing that straight man is is pretty cool. Oh my god, good stuff. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love, I love this movie. He's the best, he is one of my favorites. Yep, it's a good film. Recommend the Total Recall. Anybody else have anything? Watch it. Parting shots. That's a new Watch one. It. The old one. I suggest watching. If you haven't watched a new one, you don't have to watch the whole thing. I wouldn't do that to anybody. But watch thirty minutes of it, and then remember these words: none of it resolves in any way like Total Recall. <laughs> At all. I still don't even remember the point of the film. So <laughs> run out and watch this one. If you haven't watched it lately, watch it again. In the meantime, we're going to wrap this one up because we got work to do, people. We got more shows to pump out. So, hey, uh, run out uh, wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice little review. Go to the YouTube, ring the bell, subscribe. That's a Fly Casual podcast on the YouTubes. Fly Casual podcast on Facebook and Fly Casual 1138 on Twitter. Go to the website, betterkind.com. 
There we go. Better call Saul. Find the Discord link. Join us on Discord. <laughs> we have, good, man. We uh, we're we're uh, we're putting together. Actually, uh, uh, by the time you're listening to this, this offer may be expired, but I'm sure another one will be following shortly. But if you're on the Discord just today, we solicited people. We said, "Hey, give us a movie that you want us to watch and review. We don't care how bad or how <laughs> awful." Our and listeners hate us. The, the 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 level of 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 participants <laughs> that took place very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I I I knew I was going to regret because there's a lot of really terrible suggestions that we have to sort through. <laughs> Some I've never even heard of, and now I'm afraid and, to look. Them well, up. what we need to That's do is just put them, put them all on a piece of paper and put them in a yeah. I think we might have to draw. We might have to draw because there's a lot of good. Good, That'd terrible like suggestions a, out there. A monthly segment, listener, terrible movies. Yeah, like where the dismembers get to pick what we uh, have to subject ourselves to. They get to be Garrick in this instance. So <laughs> join us on Discord so you can be a part of stuff like that and the conversations that take place all week long, the meme shares, everything right there on the Discord, which you can find the link to at betterkind.com. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there is Mike. 99. Over there is Howie. Mm, morning, morning. Over there is Garrick. Uh, midday, midday. March Madness. Jelly! Woo! How are we going? Cut that butt. Cut, cut the butt.